I'm Chris Kepler, and welcome to Does This Happen to You? I'm an actor, voice actor, audiobook narrator, and writer. I love reading, pondering, and sharing humorous stories about the freakish things that happen in everyday life. That's why this podcast features funny stories from fantastic writers about our daily aberrations, a micro-audiobook about life and befuddlement just for you. Our story this week is from Ida Adams, who you'll find on Medium.com. And here is, Shopping is a deeply distressing and disturbing experience for me. It is acutely traumatic every time. Go buy a new jacket and some turtleneck shirts. My husband was adamant. The impatience in his voice lent impetus to the gravity of the situation. The dreaded shopping specter had its clammy hands around my neck, pointy fingernails digging in. I gulped and looked down at my much-maligned anorak, the reason for the crisis. We live in Florida, the Sunshine State. If you see someone in the North during winter wearing a coat with padded shoulders that scream, I'm ten years old! You can bet the owner is a Floridian. And then there is the question of shoes. One year of Florida living in flip-flops or sandals, and, if we must, stretched out sneakers, and our feet no longer tolerate shoes. So, if you see someone limping at the airport during July 4th traveling, or Thanksgiving or Christmas, trapped in new sneakers or shoes or boots. Ask them where they are from, and rest assured, they are Floridian. My down anorak is about 15 years old and counting. It has served as a jacket, a blanket, and a warm, comforting cocoon for an ailing dog. It has had a good life. Still has. I made the mistake once of having it dry-cleaned and paid more than the price of the coat when I bought it. A couple of years later, I decided to wash it. One of my less successful brain waves. The down and feathers clumped, and I had a terrible time fluffing the fluff to where it should be. Since then, I've resorted to spot-cleaning the fabric and hand-washing the collar and cuffs. But this year, disaster struck. We had a cold snap. It does happen, albeit rarely, and I dug out Susie. The coat has a name. It's Susie. I struggled into Susie. She's a bulky gal. Grabbed two dogs and off we went. About halfway through our walk, I felt a breeze on my tummy. Strange, that. I looked down and my anorak was open from the bottom to the center and closed from the center to the top. The jacket was hanging open in an excellent inverted V. Okay, so the zipper had died. It had come apart in the middle without an excuse me, ma'am. Back home, I asked my husband if he could revive my zipper 
and was subjected to a steely glare from his to-die-for pair of blue eyes and the instruction to go shopping. Not a lick of sympathy. Maybe it was time, and off I went to partake in that profoundly distressing and disturbing activity. Shopping. The first stop was a departmental store voted best for women's clothing in our area. Right then, there's a sign up on the door with the December shopping hours. It's stuck on a level between boobs and waist. I hunched my shoulders, rounded my back, and bent down, squinting to read the information on the sign. Why can't they paste the dang thing at eye level? I'm still reading when someone leaves the store, and the door slides to the right. My neck leans right. My left side creates a semicircle as it follows, and muscles not used to that peculiar angle vocally objects. I desperately try to catch all the different hours, but the automatic door slides left and closes. I go back to position A and start reading again. This is critical stuff. Someone enters the store, and the door with the sign slides right again. I'm ready this time, and my head and body follow the sign, ending up in position B. I'm on line three of the hours, but have already forgotten the days and dates of the first two lines of information. And someone leaves the store, the door sliding left to close behind them. I tried three times and gave up, whipped out my phone, took photos of the door opening, closing, and people coming and going. One lady stopped to see what I was doing, but I waved her on with a royal wave, and then... Just because I found the whole thing terribly funny, I started laughing, and I was still laughing as I went into the store. People look at you funny when you are alone and laughing like a loon. There is no help for that. If I try to explain, they might not see the humor. So I do nothing. Just keep on laughing. Once inside, I looked around. Only a few carts in sight, except the narrow ones with a hard plastic seat for a baby near floor level. I don't like those. I've tried them. But unless you have the weight of a baby down yonder, the darn thing tilts. If you push the cart, the baby bit faces away from you. If you pull the cart, as I'm wont to do, it's back to back with the baby bit. Funky. I'm glad I'm not a mom who has to make all those decisions. But back to the need for a cart for all the shopping I would do. An elderly gentleman and his wife approached. I shouldn't say elderly. They are probably younger than me. Which reminds me, have you noticed that everybody is younger than your good self after a certain age? Anyway, I asked if I could have their cart, and with a heavy sigh, the lady told me she couldn't find anything to buy. It's no fun anymore, she declared. That's how I knew we were both of a certain age, but off I went, determined to find turtlenecks and a new anorak or something similar. Neither a whiff of either item. Up and down the aisles I went, over to the racks, against the walls, shelf after shelf. My search brought me to a lady stocking socks or something on the men's side. I was that desperate. She pointed me to a shelf some distance away, 
but agreed there were no coats or jackets. We'd had an unusual cold spell, she said, and we are sold out. Right. Climate change? Turtlenecks? I asked meekly. Lots of undershirts, all with v-necks or boat necks. Not a turtle in sight. I needed to regain my calm and peace. Shopping always sends me into a tizzy. I bought three panties that were on sale and a small chocolate bar. I ate the whole thing. The chocolate bar, that is. I had to go somewhere to de-stress. Somewhere I'd be surrounded by all that is good. Somewhere I can sit and breathe, eyes closed, savoring the last of my chocolate fix. Where else but my church? Off I went. Fridays are beautiful in our church. The blessed sacrament is exposed, the church is drop-a-pin quiet, and adoration was just what I needed. As I drove into the parking area, a car stopped, and a few women dressed in black got out. My stomach contracted. Another car stopped, and I opened my window. "'Excuse me, sir,' I said. "'Is there a funeral today?' "'Yes,' he said. "'It starts soon.' right. So much for peace of mind and adoration. The devil and his minions were having a field day, probably rolled around clutching their little pitchforks and howled with glee. I hope they came away with their backsides full of burrs. There was one more thing I could do to feel good. I stopped at our local garden center. It's a feast. Plants, shrubs, trees, creepers, climbers, crawlers, and hanging plants. Ah, yes, this would do very nicely. I said hello to a monarch butterfly who'd obviously missed the memo about mass immigration to Mexico. I stopped to listen to the buzz of a honeybee. Delighted to meet you, I told it. I bent to sniff and trailed my hand gently across some fern fronds. On the bargain shelf, a selection of plants from Costa Rica caught my eye. I found a neat one with three plants in a nice container marked down to $13. The rest was a letdown, but I can't score every time. I drove home, super grateful for big safety pins to hold my anorak broken zip in place. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this story, let me know and share it with your friends. Follow me at Chris Narrates on Twitter, or Chris K. Kepler on Facebook, or check out my website, chriskepler.com.